Local Locals Podcast, and we are back we're here with my co-host Jared. We're about to start launching the show now. As we get closer to the draft, free agency has just been insane, taking uh, taking the people's mind off of the coronavirus. Uh, I'm out in here in Atlanta, but originally from New York, on the phone with my brother, who's actually in New York right now. Jared, what's good? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm over here fucking quarantined in my house and just chilling. At least it's like 80 degrees and I got space so I can walk around and, you know, there's not a lot of people around me, so that's pretty cool. But um, for the most part, this corona shit has fucked up everything in sports, whatever sport it is. Even if you don't like golf, nothing's going on. I mean, how, how is it in New York right now? I mean, uh, I mean, everybody's quarantined. You're a prisoner without the bars because of this virus. I mean, there's not much you can do, right? Just stay away, stay home, stay with family, and kind of go about it like that. I mean, those sports, like you said, that's that's probably the worst thing for me because it's really nothing. You I know, can only watch Netflix for so long. You know what's crazy? You know what I've actually been enjoying that most people will probably disagree with me about is I, the thing about sports is I love great trash talkers in sports. And I was watching a Trump nope. interview the other day, and Trump turns to the guy at CNN and says, this is why you guys are fake news. And I'm dying laughing because he's insulting the guy in the middle of his press conference, and the guy's going back at him like, no, you said this. And he's, no, I didn't say that. You got to finish the statement. And I'm like, this is probably the best sporting shit we've got because there's no trash talking to go. It's insane. I mean, that's what we reverted to, right? And Trump is now, uh, he, he's, he's the only thing on TV these days, right, with this corona thing. So, yeah, um, no sports. Nothing, no trash. I mean, I mean, I play Madden like a savage. I, that's, I, that's what, that's what the world has come to. I, I can't. You know what's crazy? I was actually going to hit you up to play the uh, the mock thing, whatever the hell you're talking about. The, what you the call, ultimate team? The ultimate team. I, you got to get on that, man. Ultimate team is big time. But go ahead. Everybody's playing on that shit right now. But you know, um, the, the one thing that has actually saved anything, and I, and, I, and I commend Roger Goodell, who's come under a lot of uh, pressure, uh, a lot of criticism from a lot of teams in the NFL to continue free agency, not move it back, continue to draft, and things of that nature. Like, I mean, I, I commend him for the simple fact that, as a fan, I can stay at my house now and just watch, you know, free agency. Free agency took my mind off of this craziness, first of all. The fact that you had Monday where people, you could officially tamper and then officially offer contracts to Wednesday. It was the best thing. The trades, uh, fucking... The, the Texans trading arguably the best receiver in the league for a running back that's barely on the field and didn't even get a first-round pick. I mean, yeah, no. Stephon Diggs well, tweets. <laughs> Stephon Diggs tweets, uh, uh, you know, some, I don't know what the hell he tweeted. And now he gets traded for multiple picks. I mean, it, it doesn't get better than that. I mean, what what you think about the, uh, the, 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 the Texans trade anyway? didn't get fair compensation back, right? So you got to dig a little deeper. Obviously, O'Brien, right? It's, it's, that's, that's his name? What's uh, what's the coach's name I again? Was, I thought it was Kelly. Wasn't it Brian? I, I, I forgot. He's a former assistant oh, to uh, oh. Belichick. 
Well, Bill O'Brien. Bill, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, something like that. He, uh, yeah, yeah, clearly had some, I don't know, they had some issues or whatever. Michael Irvin talked about it. It was like that little, when he was on Get Up talking yeah. about it and uh, revealing what, what, what Bill O'Brien said to him, you know, when he pulled him to have a little private meeting and all that other stuff yeah. that was mm-hmm. talked about. I mean, so clearly when you, you have an issue, you want to move this guy. Okay. If you're going to move him, fine. But, it, it, but you know, got to get full compensation because Stephon it, Diggs got for, a swap number one, an extra number two. Oh, yeah, like, he got like, they got like four picks. And I don't think Stephon four Diggs is – he's not in my top five. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, but he's a good receiver. He's a good receiver. I, I say he cracks the 10. I, I, maybe he's not. No, maybe he's outside the 10. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Hopkins is arguably the best, right? Top two, top three, whatever Absolutely. you want to go with. But, you know, if the, you're going to do that, mm-hmm. you got to get full compensation. I, I, I watched the get-up uh, that morning, and um, the crazy thing was is that um, O'Brien had a meeting with him, right? And basically he stated to him that he has too much power and influence over the team. And that was no, the issue. That. that was the issue. It was uh, that people followed him too much, and, you know, it was something along the, along the lines of that. And, um, and the crazy thing was, if you look at his contract, I think it's it was like three years and $30 million left. It was like $10 million a year left for DeAndre Hopkins, which is crazy. I mean, they just paid they just paid uh, the kid from Dallas double that a year. <laughs> you know, You're know, you talking about who's uh, Randall Cobb? No, no, no. He's no. terrible. He actually got signed with somebody else. But um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Not wow. Cobb. You're right. Well, whatever. So... Yeah, Guys. They're, they're number one receiver. I always, I'm, I'm bad with names. They signed him for double that, and uh, apparently O'Reilly O'Brien, whatever his name is, didn't want to get into O'Brien. Yeah, Bill O'Brien didn't want to go into get into nego- renegotiating his contract. Which to me, I didn't hear nothing publicly. He didn't Antonio Brown anything, and I think even if you are going to trade him, I agree. I think they could have got two number ones, fam. I could, I think they could have got one this year, and possibly one next year. To 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 give up. Uh, uh, Literally, Deshaun Watson's best weapon. You gave up Clowney. They gave up a lot of people in the last couple of years. But to give up DeAndre Hopkins and not get a number one back in multiple picks, and you're getting back a running back who's he's a stat stuffer, but he's never there. He, I mean, he's had a lot of injuries. But to me, it was definitely not a fair trade. Um, you know, I think it was a second and, and another later pick in, in Johnson. That that was crazy. But it added to, to, yep. to, the, to the chaos of, of free agency. Um, Javadian, Georgia, Javadian Clowney's still out there. You know what I mean? A He's lot of the guys out, out there. Um, Cam Newton gets released. <laughs> J- Newton. Yep, Tom that's Brady. That's interesting to look at. Tom Brady, the, the AFC East king, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the arguable goat of football ends up going to Tampa, and and it's crazy. That story is even crazy because um, people, his agent, they were saying that his agent can only get two teams interested in him. But regardless, Tom Brady's out of the AFC East, and now he's over in in the uh, in the in the NFC South. I mean, you couldn't ask for for more action without actual play play in football. Tom Brady to the Bucks, trades going crazy, free agency has been nuts. I mean, I've I've enjoyed everything about it. Uh, being a Jet fan, of course, 
How how, how was the celebration? What did you do when Tom Brady actually ended up leaving the division? Uh, Wow, Tom Brady has ruined a lot. You got to understand, being a Jeff fan, it's – so, you know, you had your Dan Marinos, right, with with the Dolphins, Jim Kelly, Mm -hmm. and then – even the Patriots a little bit with the Bledsoe era, and then you're like, you know what? There's not much. Even Peyton Manning was drafted into that damn division. Yeah, until so they, so they, they went into the four divisions. Yeah, and then yeah. you get a 20 year stint. I mean, dynasty. He had like multiple ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, 20 years of my life. This guy was a quarterback when he first got his moment. I think I was 15 years old. Mo Lewis. And so into my 30s, this guy now finally is. It's unheard of. It doesn't happen. So, I mean, you think about it. He's played, what, 20 years, right? 20 years. He, he's been to literally a little under 50% of his career has been played in the Super Bowl. How crazy is that? Oh, no. If you look at his playoff numbers and the Super Bowls and the wins, and the, forget it. It's, it's, you can't argue against him being that guy, the GOAT. If you want to say somebody else, fine. But he's the man. He's yeah. the man. So what, what the question is now, I mean, for me as a Jet fan, I'm, I'm – I'm loving it, you know, because now it's open. Uh, yeah, Belichick is still there, but you know what? I don't want to say, like, he's just going to make it happen because Brady's I mean, not there and he's done something mm-hmm. before, but it's such a small sample. Yeah, he, he won 11, 11 games with Castle, but that team was, what, one year removed from going undefeated? Well, 18-1, losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl, but that, that team that team was good because the year after he had gotten hurt, and that's when Castle I came in. He went yeah. five, but, mm-hmm. dude, don't – you can't make you know, like Brady's Brady, so they both, you know, helped each other out immensely, right? Like, whatever. So, and now that's gone. I mean, it's gonna be interesting because the storylines now is can Belichick can he can he do something? Because a lot of people are saying that he's not. You know, like they're gonna take a big hit. They don't have weapons. They're they're, they're talent. They're depleted. You know, they don't have that many guys. But mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll be back, and they'll probably probably. I want to say they will, because I hope they don't. Probably be in the running for the damn division again because Buffalo, I mean, I, right? They they moved to the I top. I think Buffalo's the favorite. I think Buffalo's clearly the favorite. Absolutely, I agree with that. But I, I say this: I mean, they weren't. I mean, from what from from rumors they were saying, when Tom Brady heard that DeAndre Hopkins got traded, and nobody in New England made an effort, I heard that was like the the breaking point. And he had a conversation also with with Belichick, to where Belichick never made an offer, and. Brady just felt like they wasn't giving him any weapons. And, you know, Brady's a competitive individual. You're talking about someone that he really, you know, people, you know, a lot of quarterbacks are humble in the sense where they won't say that is, but he's probably the most competitive player I've ever seen in in football. He's just, he's all in all the time, always in shape. He's about, what is he, 43 years old, still keeps his body in shape, but didn't feel like they were putting the right pieces around him. And not to mention, he was taken pay cuts. He, he wasn't even the highest paid quarterback. You know, and this is Tom Brady. There's guys that are getting, I mean, Kirk Cousins was getting paid more than him. And they weren't putting players around him. And now he's going to a situation where he has Mike Evans on one side. He has Godwin on the other. The two, I think the, the best combination last year. And they had Jameis Winston thrown to him. He's going to a situation where he has Bruce Arians. They have a solid defense. I mean, Weapons-wise, for Brady, this is the most he's had in a very long time, probably since since he had Moss and, and Welker, to be honest. Definitely. 
definitely most weapons. Not to mention, you know, O.J. Howard might actually become something. You know, he yeah. was a first-round pick. Yeah. He's never really, you know, never really manifested into Bray. anything big. They also got Cameron, Cameron Bray. Bray. Yeah. Uh, is he still? He's probably still there. But, no, he's there. You know, he's still there. They got a good team. I mean, and in the division, look at the teams that are in that division. Carolina's in somewhat of a rebuild more, right, with uh, Matt Rule. And yeah. I know they have Teddy Bridgewater. Then you got Atlanta. New Orleans. New Orleans is good. New Orleans is the other, you know, just, it's probably the cream of the crop of that division, but they're going to go at it. And New Orleans could be had, you know, it, 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 with with Brady moving, you know, going into Tampa. I mean, Tampa right away, it's a scary-looking offense with Brady, you know, running the show. Now, you know what's crazy? I, I got Tampa making the playoffs, I, I got especially now with a, a seventh, um, you know, a seventh seed, actually, you know, an extra team making the playoffs. Oh, no. I definitely got them making it. Um, to be honest, I, I I would say this in terms of Tampa. I think Tampa is one of the top three teams in the NFC right now. A lot of people are probably gonna have Dallas up there. Um, you know who else? Um, who else? I mean, who else would you have? Green Bay, but I I, I think Green Bay, New Orleans, New Orleans. Uh, I just San Fran, mm-hmm. like that. San Fran's deep. I mean, San Fran also lost Buckner and they can't score. They they didn't really do anything and they just lost Emmanuel Sanders. You know what I mean? They did, to uh, New Orleans. To New Orleans. I, was, I mean, and then I got Garoppolo, and, you know, their one weapon, to be honest with you, is uh, is Kittles. And, and, and Kittle, whatever his name is. And they don't have receivers. They got the kid, the young kid, Debo Samuel. I mean, Tampa to Samuel's me jumps. He's a good receiver, but he's a rookie. And, you know, he was taken out early last year. After the first half, he didn't really play well in the second half. But they, where's the targets? That's why I think Tampa kind of jumps to me to the top three. But, you know, in terms of the NFC, I think that's the shift. In terms of him leaving the AFC East, I mean, I think Buffalo jumps to the top. I mean, their defense is phenomenal. They got Stephon Diggs. They got the kid Singletary running back. Um, I mean, they lost Shaq Barrett. No, not Shaq Barrett. Was it Shaq Barrett? No, Shaq Lawson. But Shaq I, Lawson. I, Shaq I Barrett still, is yeah, exactly. I think their defense is, is really good. I mean, getting Diggs. They got the other run, the other wide receiver that's pretty good. They got a good team, and their quarterback is pretty good. And then I would probably say the Jets. I mean, no, actually, no. I would say I would still say New England, and and this is why. Even though Brady left, there's a former MVP available right now. I mean, if he comes back healthy, let's say if 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 that year off or whatever amount of time he comes back, they got Cam Newton out there. I wouldn't be surprised if you know, and and I don't think he's been signed because. You know, I, I, with the coronavirus, you're not able to uh, do physicals or anything. I think that's the only reason Cam's not signed. But I will say this. I believe New England will take a look at Cam Newton. And and if they land Cam, he's a guy that can do a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, as they should. But it's just, it's just it's hilarious, right? Like, I've had so many years, like, okay, listen, you know, this didn't work. We need a quarterback, something, right? Just always need a quarterback every so often. Yeah. And there's never a plethora of options just on the market. Philip Rivers, Jameis Winston, Mariota, if you want to go there, with Tom Brady hitting the mark. Cam, are you kidding me? Nick Foles, I think, got cut or something like that as well. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. No, Nick no, Foles he got, got traded. traded. He got traded. Yeah, he got traded. I, I, I think but he's whatever. on the Bears. There were yeah. weapons. He's on the Bears, yeah. Um, and I'm like, like, you know what? Like, New England, again, if, you know, if they do decide to sign a, a, a veteran, I mean, really? You're going to get a chance to sign a guy. If healthy, Cam Newton, got to be kidding me. But I will say, I don't think, I don't know. I, I don't think he fits. 
not that he doesn't fit. I don't think Belichick is just going to want to go there and take him. I just have I because I was saying it before that I felt Cam Newton will go to the Patriots. I kind of, you know, fell back on that a bit. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Belichick will take a fly on him now for the simple fact of his foot injury. I mean, and, you know, because of coronavirus, there's no you can't take physical. You know, I know Belichick's a guy that's. Uh, he's going to want to take a look at him. I mean, you know, he got his rookie from last year, but whatnot. But there's no way that you don't take a a, a, a fly on, on Cam Newton, you know? Uh, you have to. Uh, you have to because you can jump right back in the game. I mean, Cam Newton is healthy, and, and if he's at 90% of what he was. If he's at 90%, he's, 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 on, he's an MVP. Yeah, and then he can kind of run that system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The way Belichick would want it, because I know he's going to change it up, because Belichick is really good at catering to his, his talent, his weapons, you know what yeah. I mean? And forming it so they could be as productive as possible. Um, so it's, it's interesting, because I know you like Jared Stidham. How much? We don't know. I love his first name. I mean, it's a great first name, but that might be all he has. We'll see, but... I don't know, I don't that, know. That, that dog in the background, in he wants to he wants to get in this conversation. Uh, he's a he's a Browns fan. He's a Browns yeah. fan. But so I mean, I, I definitely think they take a look at Cam. Um a lot of people are saying J, they will not take a look at Jameis Winston. I think Jameis is someone you gotta look at. Um but I, I'm taking Cam if I'm if I'm if I'm anywhere Jameis Winston. What, what, what do you think happens to Jameis before before we go to to a quick commercial break? What, what, do you, what do you think about what happens to Jameis? Where does he go? Man, uh, I think he started quality, man. But where does he go? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't know who would jump on Miami. Would Miami do that? I mean, he's twenty six years old. I think he's younger than that. I think he might be twenty four, twenty five. Whatever. He's a young former number one pick in the first round. Like, I don't think he just washes away and nobody hears of him. I mean, he did throw thirty touchdowns. Yes, he threw thirty picks. The guy has talent. Maybe that LASIK. Surgery he did on himself yeah. helps him because he's maybe he's colorblind like Testa Verde was back in the day. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But you never know. But we'll see. I think, I, I'm, and a lot of people are trying to name spots. A lot of people felt Oakland because, um, and he, what's his name? Loved him. Gruden loved him. But Mayock didn't like him, and he went and got um, his, his counterpart, Mariota. I like Jameis Winston better than Mariota. I, I'll say this. I think Jameis... Is super talented, can make all the throws. Um, I do believe. I, I I just seen. I think Pittsburgh is going to be re-upping Ben Roethlisberger's contract. I think Pittsburgh is a perfect fit for him, but he's going to be a backup because I don't know how much longer Big Ben can play. You know what I mean? Yeah, he can't play forever, right? And and honestly, why not learn? To, he's going to have to take a a really big pay cut. Like there's nobody's going to give him starter money. Why not go to a situation and a team that's had a foundation like that and, and, and learn from somebody like, a, 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 you know, a big man? I could see him going there. Um, that's a good look for him. That'd be a good look for him. That's probably one of the better places he can go, mm-hmm. you know, organization like that and learning from Ben. Yeah, I agree. Tomlin's a good coach, too, mm-hmm. so. I, I could have I, I seen San Diego, but I think San Diego is going to go into the draft and get one of the three or four quarterbacks. So I don't think James will go there. Um Miami's a possibility, but they, apparently they're they're in love with uh, Tua. You know, I could see Washington. I mean, but I mean, because you gotta look at it like this: Washington, chances are they're probably gonna take um, uh, Chase Young, right? I'm not big on Haskins, 
But why not? Mm-hmm. Why not get him? You're gonna get him for the cheap. You know what I mean? And who knows? Haskins struggles. I mean, even though they just traded Kyle Allen, so it probably won't happen. But I mean, I, I, I mean, Winston is talented. I, 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 you know, I've seen him have great games, and I've seen him have some, you know, I, you know, some terrible games. I think he's the first quarterback to start his career and end his career with the same team with with a pick six. That's insane. You know oh my I mean? god, that's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> he ended the season with a pick six. It's just ridiculous. I mean, but. See, see, real quick on that. That's the thing that's gonna it puts fear in like these these teams, these coaches, and their and, and their soul because the turnovers are so high with this guy, it's so high. Yes, granted, he can make every throw, and when he's hot, he's high. He's like the best fantasy yeah. quarterback sometimes to ever have too, as well. But he just so much with the turnovers that as you start talking positively about him, boom. He probably just threw an interception right now, which yeah. is crazy. And we're not even playing. Nah, like, That's how many he throws. Nah, listen, I, I agree with you 100% with that. Um, But let's just say the, maybe it is his vision. <laughs> what if he does the LASIK changes him? Now you got a potential first round, uh, first pick in the draft, you know, you know, for one of these teams. I mean, look what look what happened with Tannehill. You know what I mean? I, and, I, and me personally, I think he's better than Tannehill. I just think oh, Tannehill yeah. had to get the hell out of Miami. Kill. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised. Like, again, do I think New England will do it? I think whew, that would, I mean, it, I don't know. You know, the Steelers I, I, make a lot of sense. I, I don't know. You have a lot of room to grow with this guy. That's another thing. I mean, he is young. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's, he's he can do everything. He can he can make every throw. He's He's got that. As far as the LASIK surgery, him not seeing the field, whatever. Because some of these interceptions, you'd be like, wait a minute. You had to have been – they put a blindfold on you? You're, you're yeah. blind? Because yeah. they're like boneheaded at times. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, he's an interesting player, man. He's He could definitely ball out for sure. I would, I would definitely not rule out New England. A lot of people say Belichick won't do it. But I, I can't see Belichick not doing his due diligence and, 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 and taking a look at him or Cam. You got Cam doing a former MVP. And, you know, Jameis has all the, all the tools. I mean – I mean, with the right tutelage, you know, it's a possibility. You know, doesn't look like a New England guy, man. I feel like it's more of a a Steelers. Like I feel like that would fit him more. Like Los Angeles, the Chargers, um, they have weapons. Like he fits really well there. I mean, they have because right now they have Tyrod Taylor, and they came out and they said, "Well, well, we're not going to sign anybody." I think Tyrod, bro, no way you're starting. No, Tyrod's gonna. Tyrod is. It is what it is. It's the same situation when he was in Cleveland. When they drafted, um, what the hell is his name? Mayfield. Mayfield. I think that's the same situation. It's just to basically bring in a new guy. They're going to draft a quarterback. I think they're drafting at number six. I think Miami's at number five. So you got five, six, and then you got one, you know, taking a quarterback or looking really to get a quarterback. So I, I definitely believe that um, they're going to take a quarterback, whether it's um, what's his, the kid from Oregon, Her- Herbert. Or, or or Tua, one of those guys is gonna go to San Diego. You know what I mean? Well, and apparently, San Diego really likes likes Herbert, and that, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, you're killing the Chargers, man. The San Diego fans are probably like, oh my god, I said San Diego, Los Angeles. I'm sorry, Los Angeles. <laughs> Shit, why did he go to Los Angeles? San Diego is just such a nice place. I don't know why would you would leave San Diego, but people are still saying San Diego. It's never gonna change. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'm ever gonna say Los Angeles. I'll say Los Angeles Rams. 
But I, I, it's hard yeah, for me to say the Chargers. But, you know, let, let's go to a quick break real quick. And we're going to get into New York Giants and New York Jets free agency frenzy. Did they pass for you? Did they pass for me? We're going to get into that right after this song. New York. Like I had to play the, the ballin' version of the Giants. You know what's funny? That song, I think, came out like in 2006. We, they were talking about Tiki Barber. So, you know, right, right after that, that's when we actually won the Super Bowl, the year after. But you What know. do you mean they were talking about Tiki Barber? So, remember the ballin' song um, with Jim Jones? Yeah. It was. I think, it, I think when they did it, it was like 2006 when the Giants made the playoffs and they lost. Mm-hmm. But um, it, they were, he, he mentions, you know, Tiki Barber. And remember, 2007... Tiki Barber retired. That was his last. Oh, Jim year. Jones mentions them in the song. Yeah, he mentions them in the song. You know, he says stray hand sacks, and then Tiki Barber's the captain. Tiki Barber's not the captain of 2007. We need to update this song. But let's get into. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? Let's get into free agency for both our teams. Of course, I'm a Giants fan, and you know, you're a Jets fan. Uh, let, let's start off uh, with the Giants first, uh, since you know, I have the page open. Um. <laughs> I mean, listen, a lot of people are killing the Giants for not going out there and getting an edge rusher, right? They went out there, they cut um, Ogletree, they signed Blake Martinez. I like the Blake Martinez kid, personally. He's in the top tackles every year for the last four years, for the last three years, actually. Um, But the big knock on Blake is one year he's a great cover guy, next year he's this against the run, and he just has to put it all together at one time. But he's still a relatively young player. He's about 26 years old. I like the signing. Then we go with James Bradbury. He had a veteran corner, paying top-end money. Some people say we overpaid him, but when you're in free agency, this is what happens. Um, I like adding him to, to Deshaun, next to Deshaun Baker, along with the younger corners that we have as well. But people are killing us for not getting one of the pass rushers. Oh, whether being able to get a trade for the kid out of Jacksonville was never going to happen. And we're not going to pay him twenty. million. Uh, Clowney wants $20, 21000000 million a year. I, 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 me personally, I, I don't want that. I would not want that. The only way I sign Clowney is if we get a one-year prove-it deal, which he's not going to sign. Not to mention that apparently Seattle offered him $18.5 million a year. I don't even want to pay him that. And that's just being... As honest as possible. I don't think he's worth that. Um, you know, we got a bunch of little pieces here. What I did like is um, what Judge did and Gettleman was, they got a lot of special teams players. 
special teams, they signed back one of our main guys, and they signed a couple guys from New England. I, I, I believe in a strong special teams. I love that. Um, and I didn't want them to go out and spend all this money on, on you know, on, on overrated pass rushes. Um, I like the move. I love the fact that they did that they didn't that they're waiting out on Marcus Golden. Listen, he had ten and a half sacks. I would love to have him back, but at a reasonable price. I don't think he's a game changing type player. I think he's good. Yes, he had ten and a half sacks, I think, last year, or maybe ten. Which is pretty good. And he had I think he had like twenty seven quarterback hits or something like that. Or eighteen, I don't remember. But that's pretty good. If we could get him at a discount, I'm super happy. I don't want to reach for one of these guys. I will say this. I'm I'm not extremely happy that we didn't get a alignment. I didn't want Conklin. At first I was like, yo, maybe, but I knew we were going to overpay. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Pete ended up getting signed back with New Orleans. You know? Um, but I would have liked to have gotten the guy that you guys got at center. That's who I wanted. Okay. But I will say this. People are saying now, do the Giants have to take a tackle in the draft? Me personally, we're going to get into that. But we're going to get into it in a couple seconds. But I don't necessarily believe we have to go tackle in the first round. And and this is how I feel. I, I want them to go after um, the kid from the Eagles, Peters, Jason Peters, just for one year. I'm not mad at going after Jason Peters for one year. You know what I mean? He's been one of the better tackles over the, over, over the time. We went after Remmers last year. You know what I mean? Why not go after somebody older? Yes, I understand people are going to say, like, yo, but we need somebody that's going to eventually transition and protect Daniel Jones. The reason I don't want to to, 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 to go after a tackle is because I don't think we have playmakers or another playmaker on defense. And I love Isaiah Simmons. That's who I want to draft. So I'm being very biased at this point because I like Isaiah Simmons. He can play all over. He can play the first level, second level, third level. You know what I mean? He can cover tight ends. I mean, especially with this day and age when we have, you know, Kelsey's and, and tight ends that can just dominate games. And we were one of the worst at covering the tight end. I think he had eight and a half sacks last year. The guy ran a four three nine. The guy's a freaking nature. I want Isaiah Simmons. Me personally. I, and that's just how I feel this draft a lot. I mean, uh, you want to interject? Go well, you you're gonna have that opportunity to really go get that guy in the draft. Yeah. So I I don't think and, and to a degree I I agree with you as far as the defensive the the defense not having that guy that creates that culture and that identity for your defensive you know because the playmakers you're talking about a guy that you have on defense you might have a lot of good little pieces here and there but a guy that can kind of call it his own in a sense and kind of lead that. I think you guys would definitely benefit from getting that type of player. But as far as your free agent moves, I mean, yeah, Blake Martinez, right? Yep. He, you know, he's not really great in covering. He's, he's got all these tackles. I'd say, you know what? Tackles are cool. How many does he have behind the line? Or, or is he always in and, – and he's trailing a lot. You know what I'm saying? You can go in and look at the tape and go, yep. oh, well, he's always doing this. But he's around the ball, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bradbury move, I think you guys, whatever you paid him, you guys got the money, so, you know, you got to spend the money. It's not like you can, hey, we're going to be, you know, extremely frugal with the money. You know, we can't do this and that. So, 
you got to spend it. I don't think he's a bad corner. I think he's actually a pretty good corner. Um, I think he's making like 14, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for how many years? 15, I think. For Wait, a $45 million deal for three years, which I'm not mad at that. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not upset at that. The Giants, Giants have a lot of, like, corners. You know what I mean? They have – the thing I, – and, and I know you've touched on this. The thing is they, they franchise Leonard Williams, right? Yeah, which I, I thought was very this, smart. I think he's a really good player. He's an almost player, though. That's the only thing about him. But it's just, and I get where you were coming from with the one year, sixteen mil, um, which is a lot. You know, I didn't want to do it with with the Jets. I was like, you know what, just not gonna we, because we drafted his replacement. But here's the thing about free agency, right? Like you guys are getting all these players and you're putting them in, and yeah, they did this here and they did that there. But it's all about fitting your scheme and your system. So yeah, if these guys make sense and they can kind of help that side of the ball and kind of the ingredients kind of fall in line with your defense, then it's cool. They might work out better here. And, and, and as far as like, and I'll take a look, and I know you're going to touch on the draft, but as far as the draft, you talk about, you know, going for that defensive playmaker. I agree with that, but I also agree with like, yo, listen, you got to keep, I, I know Danny Dimes, that's his nickname, but he could be Danny Fumbles. You want to keep this guy upright yep. and not give the ball away either. So, you know, maybe you get the Jason Peters guy like you just mentioned, who's 38 years old. Yep. But for one year, he's more than capable. More mm-hmm. than capable. He's one of the better left tackles in the game. He's still out there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it would make sense because, you, you know, you need to – because Nate Solder, I mean, gosh – he hasn't really lived up to that contract, right? He's he's like a revolving door. You just you keep going through him, and yep. you're gonna get to the quarterback. So, but I mean, they gotta I, make sure they have some viable options to protect that quarterback. And uh, yes, take best player available in the draft. I let me let me touch on the Leonard Williams situation. I, a lot of people critiqued um, Gettleman for the trade. I mean, for the trade for the third and fifth, and then saying, oh, "I'm sorry." Very happy. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, not, not you. I'm not. I'm not mad. Because I think Leonard Williams is talented. Now, when people are like, oh, you have to sign him now, I think Gettleman did the right thing and franchise him and saying, listen, we got him at the end of the year last year. It was a short, um, you know, like when, when people transition, they usually don't play that well. He played pretty well. He didn't get the sacks up there, which that's what people want to see. But what he did was he played good against the run. He did what he had to do. And to be honest, if you look at our front three, there's not many teams that have a better uh, front line in terms of the first three guys that you have. When you have Dexter Lawrence, who I think is going to be a pro bowler, you got Tomlinson, who's one of the better run stuffers and plays ball, and then you have Leonard Williams right there. I definitely think you la- you got to let them build chemistry for a whole year. Now, if he doesn't perform, we don't have to sign him back next year. You know what I'm saying? That comes off the books. So I'm not mad at that. And then not to mention, we still got B.J. Hill. So we have a very good rotation in the front. The reason I say Isaiah Simmons... Uh-huh. Um, to finish, the reason I say going after Isaiah Simmons is because that front three can can get to the quarterback. Dexter Lawrence got to the quarterback. Um, even though this guy didn't have sacks, he still he still got hits on the quarterback. And I think our young linebackers, and I think we need another one from the outside. We have Lorenzo Carter. We have Zimenez on the other side. I love our middle linebackers. I love Connolly, Mayo, and Blake Martinez. I think Connolly's coming back. He's a rookie from last year that we got as a fifth round pick. He's back, who I think is going to be a superb linebacker. I, I love that part from from the from the three inside guys to the middle linebackers. It's just Lorenzo Carter and Zimenez. That's why I say Isaiah Simmons can play 
the outside linebacker. If we can land Isaiah, now we got a lot of depth, and we got a playmaker that can cover tight ends, can pro- can rush the passer, can he can even cover receivers. He even played a D back. He even played in the nickel. He played outside at corner. This guy is runs a four three. This guy's insane. This is a guy that you can put all over the field that linemen are going to go crazy for because you don't know where he's going to be lined up. So me but, personally, I, that's what I, I think adding him to the combination of that front three is going to allow him to run free, and, and I think he's going to make a lot of plays, and, and that's who that's who I want, me personally. And, and, and you know, Judge coming in, I think he's leaning towards him as well. A lot of people are pressuring us to get a lineman, but I really believe – if we secure the inside, there's a there's a guy, there's a kid, a center out of Wisconsin that I'm looking at who's the best center in the draft. And it looks like he's going to drop to the second round. If I would love to pick him up, team one with Zeitler and Will Hernandez, and now you got on the left side, you still have Nate Soldier. And if we're able to get Jason Peters, that's a really good line. That's a really good line. I'm not mad at that. Um, but I, I, me personally, I think the Giants need a, 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 a playmaking outside linebacker. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I love our interior, the depth, everything. I want more depth on the outside. You know what I mean? That, that's just how I feel in terms well, of that. Well, yeah. the Giants, um, so what they need to tighten up, for me at least, looking at the Giants, they have skill position players. They have Barkley, right? Barkley's a monster in himself. Um, they have some pretty good receivers, uh, I don't know if Golden Tate's still there. Is he still signed with the Giants? Yeah, he's, he's signed a three-year deal, I think. He's still Four there. Years. He's more he's more than capable. You still have Sterling Shepard, who's getting hurt a lot. And then you have the other guy who people like, Ingram, who gets hurt a lot. But if they're not hurt, um, <clears throat> the Giants have pretty, really, you know, better skill position players, at least at the receiver position, than like my team. You know what I mean? I'll so say I this. think it's I, not I, more of getting – some of these guys, they no. just got to tighten it up up front. Like I, you said, the offensive line. You got to keep this guy upright. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. You mentioned Ingram. I think Evan Ingram's going to get traded. And, and, I, and, I, and you know, I, I, I'm a diehard Giant fan, but I don't think he fits what Judge likes, and I don't think he fits what um, Jason Garrett likes. For one, he's not a good blocker. Two, when he's on the field, he plays well. But he does hurt us in the run. And I love the kid um What's the kid that we drafted? Like, well, we didn't draft him. San Francisco drafted him. Uh, Smith. He came in towards the end of the year. He caught 31 balls in eight games and three touchdowns. And you're talking about somebody that literally just came off the bench. It looked like he came off the street and played extremely well. 6'5", plays really well. Um, catches. He had a really good rapport with Daniel Jones. I really do believe that going into the, the last year of his contract, I think they're going to try to trade him. And, and I think they should. I, I, as much as I think Evan Ingram is talented, I don't believe he's going to fit what we want to do in terms of having a guy having a guy actually play tight end. And I don't think they're going to put him at receiver. I, I hope, and this is what I'm hoping, that they do move him and maybe possibly, just maybe, we can pick up another couple picks and maybe get another, uh, another lineman or something like that. So in terms of Ingram, I think Ingram's going to be out of here. A lot of people are going to say, yeah, but he's one of your better receivers. I get that. But I do believe Saquon Barkley, to me, is the best running back in football. Um, I love our young kid at receiver. Um, I think he's going to be he's gonna be a thousand-yard receiver, thousand receiver every year. I don't think we've seen the best of him. Um, I, oh, um, Darius Slayton. Yeah, Darius Slayton. I, I love him. 6'3". The guy can fly. I think he ran a 4.39 last year in, in, in the combine. 
The guy can fly. The guy has size. You know, fifth round pick steal between him and Connolly was, was to me was was steals in the draft. Um, I love him. I, I think he's our number one. I do think the Giants may go and, and draft somebody maybe in the second, third round. Maybe the third. Oh, we don't. We, I think we have a compensated pick on the third round, but I think they might draft another receiver. But um, I I I, I love our receivers. I mean. I'm not crazy about Shepard. I think Shepard is, you know, when when the receivers start keep getting concussions, I think he had two this year. You know, it it, it becomes really, you know, scary. So that's that's well, just how. Once I you feel. like, well, because the concussions, once you get one, two, they start coming and just keep, you know, uh, reemerging. They keep coming back and back and back. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick on uh, on uh, what's this guy's name, uh, Evan Ingram. Yeah. You know, the thing, with, the thing with his talent is, dude, you're not on the field. Yeah, I agree. You know, if he yeah. has a good game, next week he's not there. Oh, he's got this injury. Oh, this guy and him and Stanley Shepard are very, very similar as far as they get a lot of injuries. And, you know, are they talented? Absolutely. But that kid, Darius Slayton, man, he's kind of stepped up. I don't care if he's a rookie or not. He came in, and that player. means whoever was slotted to play in that spot. Mm-hmm. He's gonna start, so yeah. I know Golden Tate's gonna start. Golden Tate is Golden Tate. Golden Tate played really well last suspended. year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now he comes in. He should be a starter. Slayton should be your next starter. See what the Giants all, do with the Slayton should be guy, the number but, one receiver. People forget that he had eight touchdowns last year and didn't start towards the, until the end of the year. And he's got a really good rapport with Daniel Jones. With, Daniel Jones. So you got to keep that live. That's going to stay live. That's not going to be, hey, let's remove that. Although it's a different coaching staff, you got to see how that factors in. Yeah. But, you know, as far as, you know, you were saying the fit with Ingram, he might not, he might not last there. Maybe they keep him this year. They try to work around it, but, you know. We signed two more tight ends. We signed two more tight ends. We signed Tomlinson, who you guys had, who's a phenomenal blocker. He's a really good blocker. And we signed the other kid, which I can't say his name, who's another really good blocker. I think we got him from Dallas. It, it, that, that tells you a pattern right there. They want guys that can yeah. get up there and block. Even with Smith, he can block and he can receive. I do believe that that Evan Ingram is probably going to be traded. Um, I think it makes the most sense. It, I mean, if he's there, we got another weapon. But I think they're going to split him out all the time. And I don't think he's going to play a lot of – uh, a tight end. I, I really do believe they're going to try to get rid of him. I think he will be well, traded the, the day of the draft. They don't need to make that move either. So they're not pressed to get rid of him. Now, can they slide him out and say, listen, bro, like you're going to have to play a little bit different, you know, as far as a different role or we're going to use you situationally, you know yeah. what I mean? And get some of these bigger bodies who the Giants probably aren't even looking to really get their tight end to be that guy on their team. They just want guys that can, hey, Catch this seven yards. Well, you know this is this, this this hitch route, this seam route. You also got to remember and like, block on the run game. I mean, you, you can't really say that because we've always had you know tight ends for some reason always played well, and then we bring in Jason Garrett who loves throwing to the tight end. Like Dallas is better years. They had Witten there. That's the reason they bring Witten back. If you really think about it, they they took him off a year and then they brought him right back. They, they like going to the tight end. No, Witten signed already. He signed to the. Oh, he um, signed back. Not, not to the Cowboys. Oh, no, he did. He went to another team. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he went to the Raiders, I, I think. Because there was a report that yeah. he wanted to – he, he was going to follow Garrett, but that didn't, that didn't turn into anything. Listen, he, he wasn't going to fit here. Like, again, that kid out of Stanford is a very good tight end. I think he's going to be a star. Like, I love the kid. I, 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 that's why I said, like, I, I would love them to move Ingram on, uh, move, move, from, move on from Ingram and let the kid play, you know. We need guys like that. And, and that's the thing that people don't realize, too, is – 
it's not always your right tackle. Your right tackle is usually lined up with your tight end. And if your tight end can't block, that weakens your right tackle as well. And I think that's played a big part in it. And I think you're going to see a lot of, um, you know, double tight end sets with the Giants this year. It's going to be a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, phys- they're going to try to be as physical as possible. Um, and you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of Saquon Barkley. I think Daniel Jones is gonna have a really big year this year. I'm gonna be 100 percent on. I think he's, I think he he is what it is. And um, Garrett's gonna bring uh, a, a strong running game. As I said, I, I believe the Giants in the second round will go center. I don't think they're gonna go tackle in the first round. I'm hoping they go Isaiah Simmons because you know defense it is. Well, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say this real quick, and I know the Giants need some defensive. Uh... I don't know, like playmakers, like you said, as far as, especially up the outside, you know, coming off the edge or whatever the case may be, playing yeah. linebacker. But you can't ignore the fact that, you know, the Giants are holding that, what, four spot? Yeah. So holding that four spot, do you entertain a trade? Because, I mean, and then maybe try to, hey, accumulate a little bit more and then get your tackle. Because, you know, that kid, Makai Beckton, man, he's like huge, man. He got run yeah. like a, he ran like a five flat. He's almost 400 pounds. He's like 370 at 6'5 yeah. or 6, whatever he is. He's huge. He's a man. There's, there's a few ta- There's more than a few tackles in this draft. That's why I'm kind of like. Sure. Yeah. But this guy is, is, you're talking about holding it down on the left side. Now, I don't know if the Giants go there because I feel like the Giants don't really draft tackles early. But, um, and nor do they draft linebackers. So this is kind of, they haven't done this since what? The, the Carl Banks, Lawrence Taylor. I'll, I'll say know, this. I'll, I'll, Judge, Carson Judge comes from Belichick, right? Belichick doesn't draft tackles that early. I've never seen Belichick draft a tackle that early. Belichick mm-hmm. has gotten traded for tackles when he traded for, uh, I forget, when they got rid of um, Soldier, they traded for, for what's the name? Man? It was a seventh-round pick, and he became the left tackle. I believe that they're going to they're gonna look deeper in the draft for a tackle. I don't think they're going to go. Everybody's aiming for the first round. I really believe he's going to go defense. I really do believe it. I think it's going to be Isaiah Simmons. And then people are going to say, what is Chase Young is there? I, I don't know. I still think Isaiah Simmons is going to be the pick. For some strange reason, I think it is. And if we do trade down, I think we go from four to six. You know what I mean? That's yeah, why I, I think we go. You go and jump out. But, yeah, I mean, Isaiah Simmons seems like, you know, he's a Swiss Army knife. He can do multiple a multitude of things, right? And, and and not just play off the edge. And he can line up in the slot and, and take away the tight end and maybe come after the corner. Like he could probably do a whole bunch more things than what uh, Chase Young can do as far as you know wrecking havoc off the edge and stuff like that. So, and not to uh, mention, it's, it's a problem to be in. I mean, if you're going to be bad, you got. I'll say this. I, this is what I'm going to say about him. He he. A lot of people feel like he fits more in a four three. I like versatility. And in in this defense with Je- with Jeff Graham, it's 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 based on versatility. And why not get the most versatile player in the draft? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is what the defense is supposed to be. Let me read these stats to you real quick from Isaiah Simmons. He had seven sacks, one forced fumble, fumble recovery, three interceptions. Now, mind you, he had seven sacks, 104 tackles, 67 solo, 37 assisted. He had three picks. He had eight passes defended. Mind you, this is a fucking, we don't know what he is. Uh-huh. This is crazy. His stat line is insane. Seven sacks, eight passes defended, and three picks. I mean, this guy can line up everywhere all over the field, man. He does, every, he does a lot of uh, 
a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the type of player. And, and the type of – and it's funny because you mentioned a player like that and, and, and the system and the coach you guys have and, where he, what, you know, where he comes from as far as Belichick. Mm-hmm. You know, and coming from that, like, what does what Belichick's linebackers do? Yeah. They, they they drop into coverage. They come after the quarterback. They guard tight ends. They do a bunch of things. So, maybe you're right. Maybe he's going to – this is the guy they're looking at because it fits more of what he's already been accustomed to. Yeah, I mean, I believe, like, when – you know, I believe that we can we can score. I know the Giants can score. I think adding the, adding the blocking tight ends and things of that nature are going to help the offensive line. I definitely think – Second round, we'll pro- hopefully we go center. I hope we draft him. I think we're gonna we'll load up that way. But I, I, I don't. I, I, I have. I find it really hard to let go of a player. If Isaiah is there, and I hope the Detroit Lions don't draft him. I really hope they don't. I mean, this guy. I mean, if you if you just pull up his tape, he's. You don't know what he is. He can still get, bro. I think he's like two forty. He's like two forty. Gets to the quarterback. It's it, it's ridiculous. Like somebody that size should not be able to move that fast. And I, and I think, like you said, the, the versatility coming from New England, Jeff Graham. Um, this is the most versatile player in the draft. Arguably the best player in the draft in terms of defense. People would say Chase Young than him. I like Isaiah Simmons. I hope I hope that goes. But let, let's get into um the other team, the New York Jets. Uh, what, what was your take on free agency with them? Well, I like that Joe Douglas didn't make an early splash, like more, you know, of the prior GMs and took a a more patient, uh, laid-back approach. He didn't didn't do anything day one, basically. That kind of went, you know, all the top guys, you know, the big names, they go and you see the big contracts, and he didn't dip his toe into that. But he waited. I think the second day he made his first signing, and I think it was George Fant out of uh, Seattle, who's like a swing tackle. He plays like right tackle, but aspires to play left tackle as well. But yeah. guy's an athletic player. You know, he uh, I believe he played basketball in college. Like the guy, is, he's, he has athleticism playing that tackle. So I think he was going for more. He wants guys that can do multiple things on the offensive line. Because then they went and signed Connor Van McGovern Rotten. and Van Roten, who's from actually from New York. Uh, originally, okay. um, uh, and he he played some center, some guard. Connor McGovern, I think, did some of the same things. And he played the last. I'm not sure it's, uh, McGovern how many games he's played with the Broncos. But I think he's played a little bit over 30 games. Yeah, he started the whole year at center. center. Mm-hmm. So he's have he has the experience. He's played. He's still in his 20s. I think he's 27. Mm-hmm. Um, and he targeted offensive linemen because. Let's face it, the Jets were the worst blocking run and pass. Now, you could argue that Le'Veon Bell's running style might affect, you know, how we run the ball or how the blocks go, but we couldn't do anything as far as blocking. So he targeted an area of of necessity because the Jets were just miserable blocking. And he said it, and not only did he say it, he targeted and he did it. Now, whether they pan out, that's another story. But mm-hmm. he did get some guys. He re-signed Alex, uh, Alex Lewis who was a guy he traded for last season that was from the Ravens. So we traded like a late-round pick, got him. And he was like the only bright spot on the offensive line last season when he finally started. Uh, and we retained him. Uh, let some guys go, right? Uh, guys like um, 
who who else did, did he let go? Uh, I, I know Robbie's the main one. Robbie went. Uh, uh, Daryl Roberts we cut, but he signed somewhere else. Tremaine Johnson, oh my God, much needed. One of the worst signings we've ever had. Terrible. He's gone. Um, and some other guys in between, but he resigned also like a Brian Poole. Got, we signed right? Jordan Jenkins as well. Jordan wow. Jenkins, who was out there, he, and he was rumored to be going maybe to the Giants or some other teams, and he was really hoping that his, his market materialized, and it didn't. And we got him on a one-year, five-year, I mean, one-year, five-mil, and Brian Poole, the same deal. One year, another one-year, five-mil. I think Brian Poole was the highest-rated nickelback in the league last year. And we got him at a very, very good price. Um, and, you know, the good thing about these short-term deals, even with these other guys, the offensive linemen, um, you know, they're not huge investments. So if they don't pan out, you don't handicap your salary cap. You don't really kill yourself having to get yourself out of bad deals, a la Tremaine Johnson, who we're going to eat some dead cap money on that, uh, which we opted to do the two-year plan. We have to, there's dead money right now with that deal. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so with that being said, I mean, him being patient and not making – because, honestly, were they really big splashes out there? Yeah, I mean, you could have, but none of them that made sense. We did that last year. Uh, C.J. Mosey was a big splash. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was a big splash, right? Whether Adam Gates wanted him or not, he was still a splash. So now you gotta you got to hold on to that guy, and then you got to use now what you guys have, what we have, the Jets. And, and try to make these guys work, these pieces work. Like a Lev Bell, I don't think he just all of a sudden stunk. I don't think he had anywhere to run. But and, I, 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 let me interject real quick with that. The Le'Veon yeah. Bell thing is a little different. This is where I like the Noah Fant move, I like the McGovern move, and I, and I like the Van Rotten move. I thought those were solid pickups um, to start. But losing, and, and again, I, I, wasn't, I was never the biggest Robbie Anderson fan, but this connects to Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell played with Antonio Brown. They had really had good receivers. They had a really good offense. He was used as a receiver. It's it's a lot easier to run the ball when you can throw it, um, and protect. But losing Robbie Anderson, I, I mean, to me, I wasn't a big Robbie Anderson fan. But you guys were slim at receiver to begin with. You know what I mean? Crowder's a very good slot receiver. Uh, very shifty. Um, he's a, he's a reliable target. You know what I mean? But losing Robbie Anderson, I, I think it almost forces you, and I, I don't know if you agree with me or not, to go into the draft looking right away for a receiver. Uh, and, and, and that's where that's where I look at a, a Jerry Judy or somebody like that. Do you feel like that you guys, by, by losing Robbie, are, have to take a receiver in the first round? I, I won't say that we have to take a receiver in the first round. I think you got to take the approach. Of let's take the best player that comes to us at that position. Am I okay with taking the fourth best tackle if he's that guy on the board? No. Take the best, the next best top player at whatever position that. Because remember, they just need a corner and they need a receiver. So if you yeah. have, yeah. you know, one and one A staring at you, and then you have number four of another position, which is like tackle, left tackle, then you know what? Go for the skill position player. Why? The Jets are, yeah, they don't have so many. Of these guys, yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, you know, it would make sense to. Yeah, it's Ju- Judy's nice. I mean, I was watching the safety the other day. I mean, this guy. If I send you this clip, you're gonna be like, wow. He knows how to get open as far as his route running. He's incredible. Really good route runner. You know, obviously he's a top guy coming out. But this is a real deep receiver draft. That's why I don't think for the Jets they have to really 
hit that home run first pick, let's get Jerry Judy because there's some other guys that I see that that I like at least at receiver that you can get a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I so mean, the, the, people that, would say that, but like it's almost like going into right now, your starting receivers are uh, Crowder, per, uh, what's his name, uh, Perriman, Perriman, what's his name, and, Rashad Perriman, oh, Rashad Perriman, which I, I'm not big on him at all, and. Who the hell would be your third receiver? Right now, uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> so you have uh, you have Vincent Smith, you have Jeff Smith, and you have yeah. Braxton Barrios. Quincy no one, which it, I think he's never coming. Quincy no one needs to retire. I mean, that guy. Uh, I, I mean, he's a good, pretty good receiver, but you know, he's just always injured. I think it. I mean, if you're Sam Donald right now, mm-hmm. you're looking out there. You're like, I got Le'Veon Bell. I can hand the ball off to. Who the fuck am I going to throw to? And, and that's why I think you're almost. And, and listen, the reason I say first round, because in the first round, you're looking at literally your starter. This is the guy. This is supposed to be the, the short pick. That's why I'm like, if Jerry Judy's there, I cannot see any scenario to where the Jets pass up on him. I, I really believe you got to give Donald a target. And if Jerry Judy's there or CeeDee Lamb, I think you have to take them. I don't think you can go wait into the second or third round to go receiver. I think you need an immediate starter with that first pick. And I think if you go tackle, he's going to be – I mean, it's, it, might, it might be good. Your offensive line would be good, but he's going to be throwing to nobody. I well, really – I think, they, I think they've done a the, lot so far with the offensive line. Yeah, They've done. They've done. They've got some guys that they, they're definitely going to use, right? These aren't bench players. These guys will play. Yeah. You still got to see what they're going to do with Brian Winters. Do they keep him? Because I think they did sign two guards back. So, I mean, they, they signed two new guards. One was a re-sign, one was another side. I'm missing another guy, this guy Andrews that we signed. I forget his first name, but he wasn't really a starter, but he's another uh, a depth piece. Um, so you're talking Lewis, let's say, right? He's going to be a left guard, and your right guard is going to be uh, Van Roten, right? That leaves you to deal with Brian Winters. Do you cut him and save that $7 million, you know what I mean, and get that and use that mm-hmm. elsewhere? Fine. Um I will say this, though. I agree with as far as getting an immediate guy. Like, if there is a Jerry Judy staring at you at that pick and he's considered the the consensus best receiver, can't-miss prospect, take him. Because you have, like you mentioned, Jason Peters is out there. So amongst other left tackles that if you really think, you know, maybe we should get another guy. Or I don't think the Jets should actually get a Trent Williams, who they're asking a little too high of a price to get him. Plus, he's had some other concerns, injury-wise, and he, I know he came up that that that's, that that head surgery that he had. But um, you know, if you can get a plug-in guy to kind of I don't know help uh, round out that that offensive line to allow you to get uh, a Jerry Judy and maybe another receiver in the third round, you know, who who, who might be there? Because this is a deep. That's what they say. This is the the one of the deep. That's probably the deepest receiver draft. Like ever, uh, from what I was reading, uh, and, and you got other guys. Then Zell Mims is out there. I like that T. Higgins, but I don't think he's gonna go to the third round. But you mm-hmm. never know. That is, uh, DK Metcalf wasn't supposed to go in the, the end of the second round last season, and the, and the Seahawks picked him up. I think it was, so it was the guys, second round, the third round pick. I think it was the end of the second, but you know, and he was a productive player. That guy uh, AJ Brown for the Tennessee Titans was a late receiver. You know, middle mid round pick. So you have guys, Michael Pittman Jr. in this year's draft. You have guys that if you – and listen, if if Judy's there, take him. 
because you got to give Darnold something to kind of yeah. I mean, a guy to go win one on one matchups on the outside. I mean, if I'm Darnold, I'm I'm calling Joe Douglas and hey, can you give me somebody to throw the ball to? We just lost Robbie. You know, you got me throwing a Perryman, who's at best a third receiver. Um, And that's just how I feel. I mean, people could feel different. Crowder is a a good – he reminds me of IQ. IQ is one of my favorite players. But I I definitely think you got to go for number one, especially when you've seen um, the Texans trade this individual for nobody, for DeAndre Hopkins. If you're Sam Darnold, you're sitting back and like, hold on, so Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins were available and we didn't – Try to make a move. Now that I mean, you, you gotta fill away if you're a quarterback. You know, what I mean, he hasn't had the best weapons. Yes, he needs protection, but I think you have to go for him. I mean, and I'm looking at the the draft. You look at the first four picks. You got Cincinnati's going Burrow. The Redskins are probably gonna take Chase Young. They're playing a four three. You got um, Ron Rivera there. You know, what I mean, I mean, he's he's running a four three. Who better than to have Chase Young? But if he goes Tua. I would be surprised, especially with having Haskins there. But I, if that could happen. The Lions are probably going to go cornerback. I hope to God they go cornerback. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I want them to go and get the, the kid, Oak or whatever his name is, from Ohio State. Then you got the Giants. This is where it gets tricky. Because the Giants could, and, and this is what I said, I hope the Giants, if they do trade down, they trade down to six for San Diego and still get who they want, Isaiah Simmons. Then you know you got them. The Giants could go tackle. They could go defense. Let's say if nobody makes trades, you got the Dolphins. They're going quarterback. The Chargers going quarterbacks. The Carolina Panthers are probably the one team that I can look at and say, hmm, th- this may be Jerry Judy here. You know what I mean? Even though they got Robbie Anderson, they were ranked 28th on offense. They just signed. They just signed Robbie Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. And they got Bridgewater. You could, you know, you get Jerry Judy there, you get Bridgewater, you got Chris, uh, Christian McCaffrey. That may be a very dynamic offense. They, you know, what I mean, Definitely. that that could be that. That's a possibility. Arizona, I do not think they're going uh, with him. Nah, they, they got, got they DeAndre got, Hopkins. Have, I mean, you know, they got Christian Kirk on yeah. the other side. They and they have were, all the guys, Isabella yeah. in the slide. They, they have guys. I like think they're going defense. Trying. I think they're going defensive tackle on this spot, or maybe. Yeah, and then you got the Browns. No, no, you got Jacksonville. Jacksonville after. Jacksonville. Is you know they can go anywhere at this point. They they might go tackle, you know, you know they've been ranked twenty six defense, twenty six on offense. They could go receiver yeah. too. That that's another team that could go receiver. Jacksonville, you know what I mean. Cleveland's not going receiver. You know what I mean. They're probably gonna go tackle at this spot, right? They're gonna try to protect uh, their man because they couldn't throw the ball on field last year to Odell because they couldn't they didn't have enough time. Then you got the Jets. Jets were ranked 29th in offense last year. 29th. Of course, this guy had mono, you know, whatever. You know, they they were killing him behind the line. But you were still ranked 15 on D. You know what I mean? I think they I think they're gonna be better this year on defense. I don't you know what I mean? But I think you got you have to get Donald the receiver. You have to. But, I mean, you you can't lose Robbie Anderson, replace him with Premier, and not get a receiver at this spot. I I I would be baffled if they pass up a receiver at this point. Well, yeah. The the good thing too that you know I haven't even touched on some of the other signings like Perryman, right? Um, also, they picked up uh, Pierre Desir as a corner. I mean, he's 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 been a starter in the league, and I'm fine with not having the most incredible starting corner. Just somebody that could kind of do the job. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we weren't getting anything from that position anyway. 
from the guy we gave a master a monster contract to. So yeah. defensively, the Jets will be fine. They'll be a little bit better depending on the draft. Or maybe they get, they sign somebody in, in free agency or whatnot. I think they was they were second against the run, right? So they have real good positives there. But as far as what I think the draft is gonna. I'm more worried about a team jumping the Jets to get a Judy because I cannot see Judy going. Alive. I mean, the Raiders are right behind them, but they were sixth in offense. But I couldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they went. You know, and they have the collateral. They yeah. have draft yeah. capital. These guys can Listen, really work out a deal. You want to keep going? We got San Francisco right behind them. San Francisco needs a goddamn receiver. They got enough defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? They couldn't score go. last year. That's what happened. So that's what I'm saying. The Jets at 11. You know. The Raiders could possibly, even though the Raiders were ranked really high on offense, they had a great tight end. But San Francisco is going to be in the running for a receiver, you know what I mean? But I, I think you know, as important a left tackle is, obviously, you've addressed that. You've addressed three different linemen there. I definitely think you got to get him a weapon. Not only is Judy going to help Darnold, he's going to help Le'Veon Bell. I mean, you need somebody. It's going to help Crowder. It's gonna help. It's gonna bring Perryman from a number two receiver to number three, back to where he's comfortable or where maybe he's worth. I, I, I can't see the Jets not draft. I mean, not draft a receiver at this point. I really do believe they will. Um, and then I think second round they'll probably go corner. That's just me. I think they're gonna go second round corner, but I definitely think at this spot I don't see any other pick than a receiver. And I, and I think yeah, this is where Judy goes, huh? Well. You know, as far as free agency, and I'll just cap it off with, um, do I think it was a success? I think they addressed the most pressing needs. So in that regard, you weren't duped into like, yeah, we're going to go after doing this. And uh, we did something totally different. So I'm not upset with what we did. I think they they, they addressed something. I don't think they're done. Whether that be getting some mid-round offensive linemen, they do need to address uh, the receiver position, the skill positions. I'm fine with the tight ends. I love my... Uh, uh, Ryan Griffin, who was a pleasant surprise. They extended him, actually. Chris Herndon, got to stay healthy and stop having DUIs. And he's another talented yeah. guy who's going to help as well, and he can block. So these guys can both block and receive, which is very good. Mm-hmm. So they should help out there. Um, they got to get like the receiver, like I said. Maybe an extra running back later down the you know, later in the draft. And as long as they have that situated, that offensive line, and they get that receiver, maybe another guy, I think they have an opportunity to really – uh, spike up the talent on the offense to, to kind of, you know, help out the defense as well. So I, you think- know what's crazy? I, I believe one of these linemen is going to slip. I really do believe. Because, <clears throat> you know, like with the Jets, I know that as much as the Jets want a, 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 a the Brickshaw Ferguson again, I just cannot see them passing up on, 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 a, on, a, on a talent like Judy at 11 or one of these, one of these guys that's supposed to be hit or miss. Because once you pass the first round, it, it, you know, it's not a guarantee that guy's going to be the number one guy. I, they, Sam Donald needs a number one guy. And if Judy's that guy, I think you got to take I think you got to take that, that pick. I think the Jeff well, fans uh, will be disappointed if anything's different than that. Well, I'll ask you, would you, would you knowing that, hey, man, somebody might, uh, they might jump us. Because we got to see where, where, where they put a, a C.D. Lamb. Do they like C.D. Lamb as much as a Judy? I don't think so. Do they like a Henry Ruggs as much? You know, I don't know how much the Jets actually like a Jerry Judy. Yeah. But if they do like him, would you want to be like, hey, you know what? Let's secure that we're going to get him. Let's trade up. Would you trade up a little earlier with a team that doesn't need a receiver just to assure and, you know, and cement 
your selection. You're so probably talking you're if, if that's going to happen. You're probably going to go from eleven to seven, and I think Carolina yeah. would definitely be open to trading and getting more collateral, especially having a new coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's I mean the Jets. I don't. I mean they got two thirds, right? They got a second round, uh-huh. right? Um, I think this is the first second round they had in a while too. I think they were missing like three straight drafts with a second round pick or something like that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's tough. I mean, you got two thirds. I don't think that I think the Jets are gonna stay put at eleven. But you know, I don't know. I mean, well, if you believe in that guy that much, you you want to. But the Jets, I think, still also have a lot of holes to fill. And I don't think they want to give up too much draft capital, and especially if it's not a quarterback you give it up. You know what I mean? Uh, you're no, not going for him, you know. So, well, knowing what he just did as far as his activity, you know, the free agency, and he's still probably picking up little pieces here and there. I'm sure because there's still free agents out there. He might take a similar approach in the draft, and might not try to jump up, and might may hold that, uh, you know, that draft capital and stuff. Um, but because I don't know, I mean, they did they, they listen, they did tied into Joe Douglas for six years. Now, I know these things don't really mean anything, but they yeah. gave him a six year deal. So, and they should let him at least get halfway there. You got to see it out. Nothing just you no, know, it's not built overnight. So, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if. He's that type of dude that want, I don't think he's going to be a Mr. Aggressive type. Doesn't mean he won't make a deal that makes sense and we kind of come off looking really good off of it. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see what kind of GM he's going to be. I mean, I, if he gets lucky and, and guys fall to him. I just, I just feel like at that spot, you know, l- listen, you got a young kid at quarterback. I think he's 22 years old. He's never really had a number one receiver. I, I don't believe Robbie Anderson is a number one receiver. I've never did. I, I feel like he no. ran one route. You know, and that's pretty much it. He, you know, I, I think you've 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 added to the offensive line. I definitely think you need a playmaker. Yes, you got Le'Veon Bell, which is always going to be the best for the receiver. I mean, of a, of a young quarterback, a good running game. But you know, you got to throw to you got to throw to somebody. And if you're gonna wake, if you're gonna tell me you feel comfortable throwing to Crowder and Perryman going into the season as your number one and two, you're definitely high. And that's why well, I think they're definitely going to receive it. I mean, they, they, well, Perriman. Yeah. Good. No, no, we were saying go. Um, it's uh, Perriman. You know what's funny about Perriman is that he has very similar numbers to what Robbie Anderson just put out this year. Now, granted, Robbie Anderson, you know, he didn't have a full Sam Darnold this year. You know, he, he had about seven hundred no, something I mean, yards. Yeah, it's not a fair. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's a fair comparison. James Winston threw five thousand yards. Somebody had to get the other stuff. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and also these guys were hurt, but he still put a similar style stat line. Plus, the guy can run out his shoes. I mean, there was like a uh, a forty time that he ran back in college or in the or in the combine or something yeah. to that effect. And he ran like almost a, he ran a full one. Yeah, that wasn't like, at the combine. Run. It wasn't at the but combine. But it was one. It was one of those things that I keep hearing about that he did. That's nice. He could stay healthy. I don't care about all that. It's far, and I don't think the Jets will put him as a number one option. But, um. Well, my question was, what was my question? I, I, I had a, I had a question I was going to pose to you, and I kind of lost my train of thought. But um, I guess if it comes back to me, I'll bring it back. Whatever. I have, I lost it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, again, you know, regardless of what happens, the draft is still on April twenty third, April twenty fifth, which is about three weeks. We're going to hear a lot of rumors from the Giants, from the Jets. I'm super excited. I mean, uh, for a whole hour and a half, I didn't get to think about the coronavirus. But I will say this. I think the Jets, at this spot, as much as people want to say tackle, you can't throw to a tackle. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care if he has 40, 40 hours to throw. You know what I mean? Back there. Tom Brady couldn't do it. You got to give the kid somebody to throw to. And I think this is the pick the Jets get a receiver. And again, with the, on the flip side of that, with the Giants, Isaiah, I'm hoping we draft you. I don't I, Listen, and we have a young quarterback as well. You know what I mean? With, with, with Daniel Jones. But he's put up points. Yeah. He has receivers. Well, he's, and you know what, too? And to, to the Giants' credit for having these guys, even if it was in the prior regime, they've had other guys. And they drafted really well with the Slayton kid. Yeah. But they had receivers. Like, Giants, aside from that one season where Eli Manning was throwing a guy I've never heard of with the Tavares King and whoever the hell you want to throw in there. Yeah. They've always had those skills. Yeah, they've always had – exactly, he got hurt, actually. But even – okay, so if he wasn't hurt, if he wasn't hurt, they had a viable – and on number one. So the Giants always had that kind of secured. But my question, I just remembered it was, you know, do you feel, and I'm, I guess I'm asking myself the same question, um, given like with, with free agency, right? Did you feel with the moves you made in free agency that is giving you, and I guess you're, you're picking early, but it's giving you the, the freedom to pick the best player available. Because that's how I see free agency. Like get as many plug-in guys that you could get you know what I mean? So then you can yeah. go into the draft freely. That's what I was trying to bring up. Uh, I look, I look, How do you feel about when that? When it comes to, to the draft, I, I always believe you got to get the best player available. Um, people were like, yo, we should have went after Darnold. I thought Barkley was the right move. You know what I mean? We ended up getting Daniel Jones, who I think is special. I, I think, you know, I think, what did he do? 20, he had 24 touchdowns, two rushing in 12 games. Yes, he had the fumble problem. He's a rookie. That's going to be fixed. You know, you added Barkley, who's a phenomenal talent. I, I think you you have to you, like it, that's what I said. Gentleman said something that was pretty that was pretty dope and accurate last time where he said, "You can't go into the draft starving." You know what I mean? We're gonna go into this draft looking for the best player, and, and you know we signed that so Nate Soldier, right? We we got we got um Colombo, uh, the offensive line coach for from the uh, Cowboys. A lot of times it's coaching. You know, we we added tackle. We added tight ends that could block. Maybe that adds to it. You know, that there's still a, there's still a, we have a young right tackle. Maybe he plays. Maybe we do go after um Jason Peters and put him on plug him on the right side. I think you got to go for the best player in this position. Listen, well, the, check the, before you before you jump in, the Giants. I, I, there was show. I think we we only the highest paid player on the Giants defense. Guess what it is before 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 we sign anybody. It was Dexter Lawrence. The rookie. Yeah, we didn't spend any money on defense. So I do believe in that first round, the fact that, yes, we have Lorenzo Carter. Yes, we have Zimenez. But judges here, those aren't his guys. We picked. We got some really good inside linebackers with Martinez, Mayo, and Connolly. Lorenzo Carter had, I think, five sacks last year. You add Isaiah to that other side, we, you know, we got uh, – we got uh, – Bradbury at the corner. We got Deshaun Baker. We got Julian Love. We got Peppers. We got – it could be something special. You know, when a guy can can do what he does, I, I think you got to – you have to go out and get the best player. And I think he he may be the best player in the draft. A lot of people feel that way. So, so you feel that you've done enough to in free agency that you're not going to go in the draft – you know, going for need, right? Um, I agree with the whole, that's a funny line that he uses, David Gettleman, even though, you know, because um, 
you don't want to go into the draft starter, right? No. You want to kind of, you kind of want to select out of that pool of players that guy, whatever, whatever you envision for your team, you know. So, so do I feel? Oh, we have a complete team. No, but that we assure that we that we take care of something that was a, a pressing need. We'll see. But they signed some guys. They put some guys. They added. You know, they put the money there. So, I think it's given my team at least enough. The Jets. Uh, uh, an opportunity to go and get that guy that's can, that can catapult to take the Jets to that next level offensively because they clearly fucking need it. Bro. I, I, listen, and that's the thing. I, I really do believe they are going into the draft hungry at receiver and not signing Robbie. And, and again, I, I'm not a big Robbie fan, you know, but he was the number one target they had. You, you, have to, you have to get him a receiver, and I think it has to be in the first round. I think if they don't, you know. Let's do it. I mean, that's what I feel. I'm not fucking Gettleman or nothing like that. I believe that's they have to go after one of those guys, whether CeeDee Lamb um, or, or, or Jerry Judy. I definitely think you have to get him a receiver. Because, listen, you could block all day if you want, but there's no way that Crowder's going to walk into your season next year as your number one receiver. It's just not going to happen. No, no. He, he's a complimentary piece, too. I mean, he gets busy. Don't get it twisted, but... Yeah. He he's a really good slot receiver. He really is, but he shouldn't be your number one guy. I and mean, he's a clear dump off. He's in front. They did that to be better than what people think. I mean, they finished the season seven and nine. You know, the division at first glance right now did get a little weaker. New England's not that top dog. They shouldn't be. Their defense is gonna yeah, be really good though. I'll tell you right now. Listen, defense, you you can sure. say that if you want, but if if you walk in there without a receiver and going against that defense, even with a receiver, it's gonna be tough. If anybody thinks the Patriots are going to be a, a bad team next year, they're out of their mind. The, the Patriots are going to be pretty good. I think they'll win. I, think, I think they'll win ten games. I'm just saying, if they don't get a quarterback, I think they win ten games. I think Belichick is that great of a coach. Wait, think, wait, wait, wait. If they don't get a quarterback, even if they don't get a quarterback, if, if they go with the young kid they got, I think Belichick. And I don't think they're going to end up. I think they're going to end up signing Cam Newton or somebody like that. They'll get yeah. somebody that can. But I think shit. their defense I, I, is extremely good, you know. Um, screw the Patriots, man. Screw I mean, the fucking Patriots. I, I, I hear you, but I, I think the Patriots are good. But I think Buffalo is super scary. I mean, super scary. Well, I don't know about super scary. Um, I think they're a good team, and uh, and it's a team that we we battle with. I mean, when they beat the Jets, they barely beat the Jets in Week One. We had all these issues with, with Mosley getting hurt. This guy already had mono. So they're going to be a team that's going to be tough as well as we're going to be as tough just for them. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's no walk in the parks. Yeah, no, Even the Miami Dolphins are going to hurt us that time. You never beat the Dolphins twice. Listen, on the flip side of that, you have the NFC East. You have the Cowboys who finished 8-8. Eight and eight. The Eagles won the division at 9-7. and seven. You know what I mean? And the Redskins stink. So, uh, listen, the, the, the Cowboys got a new coach. I mean, do I think Cowboys are, are talented? They just had uh, Durante Pole. They got Joe McCoy on the inside. They got Demarcus Lawrence on the other side. They got weaker at corner, but they definitely impre- they, they improved on the inside. And now they got maybe the coach that they feel like they could take them to the to the next level. They just Who had knows? a big blow though. They lost their center, Travis Frederick, retired. Retired. So yeah. retired. it's yeah. not a you know something to just uh, sneeze at. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, see, well, I'll say this. They were ranked third on offense last year. Now, Dak Prescott, he will resign. Do you? Do I think he's worth that money? No, but you're gonna, he's going to get it. 
But you know, it is what it is. But this is local, locals podcast. We'll be back again next week. You know what? Next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. You know what I mean? Jack, sign him off. I don't know what do you want to say. No nah, man, just tune in. Uh, we got more stuff, guys. Stay safe and uh, let's see what uh, what other gems come from free agency. Hopefully, something happens. If not, be cool. All right.